0: There is no straight course for anything like like the the thing you should understand. is like, okay, I take responsibility. Step one, number two, it's not going to go the way you want it to go. It's not going to go the way you expect it to go. Right. All you're doing is acquiring information that allows you to take the next logical step. Right. Yeah. In, in, in in all circumstances. And the way I always describe it is like the tacking of a boat. Right. So if I want to go in a very specific direction in a boat, but the wind controls what what direction you can actually go in a boat. And sometimes you have to take this zigzag path, which obviously the shortest distance would be the straight line between where I am and where I want to go. But the reality is is sometimes you have to take these zigzag paths because I have to account for the direction of the wind and then take advantage of that. And I can eventually get to where I want to go. And that's kind of how stuff like all stuff goes that way. Welcome to Reconsider. I'm Bill Hartman. This is the podcast to challenge you to ask better questions, to look beyond traditional models of thinking, and arrive at better health and fitness solutions.
1: All right. So today, we're going to talk about taking responsibility and accountability and the reality of why things haven't been working the way you would want or why you've continued to fail being your fault to something that is a hard, it's a hard conversation to have to have because a lot of people were, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but some people are coddled on their way up in their development. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they yeah. don't want to take responsibility or realize that the bad things that are happening to them might be partially their fault.
0: Well, and, we before we started recording, we were actually talking about this and 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 i will I will say it again. It's like the minute you take responsibility for something, you have the capability to act upon it until you do that, then you're just either making an excuse or you're avoiding and and so if you took responsibility for everything right no matter what whether whether you perceive it as your fault or not, the moment you take responsibility, you now have the capacity to, to influence the outcome. That's the only way, in fact, right? So, um, you know, people wanna blame, you know, a bad outcome, you know, on whatever it might be, but you put yourself in those situations, like if you go back far enough, Right. You can say, oh, well, five years ago, I moved into this neighborhood. And then ultimately, it's my presence here in this neighborhood that resulted in this specific outcome. Right. It's like you go back far enough. You can you can you can create that pathway to where you say, oh, you know what? This is my fault. I, I am here because of the decisions that I made. Therefore, I must do something about it. And so that's ultimately like the first step is just say, screw it. I'm taking responsibility for it. and Now I can do something. about it.
1: Yeah, because in many cases it's probably your fault. Well, yes, it's it's, pro- it's the reason why these 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 bad things keep happening. You're sure there are instances of good luck and bad luck, not as many as people would like to think that there are. But yeah. It's like that. This just they're just things. They're just things that are happening to you, and you can do whatever you want with that information. But blaming external sources and luck is yeah. never going to lead to success.
0: Well, but see, okay, so everything is multifactorial. So this is this is another hard thing to grasp because what what people will say is like well I had this intention I got the desired outcome so it's because of everything that I did and it's like no it's not <laughs> right okay. because if it, if everything is if it, if there's so many factors involved there's so many factors involved you cannot account for all of them that are the influence that is what we call luck so luck is the stuff that we can't account for that actually has an influence on the the outcome Right. We just can't account for it. So we we say, well, you had good luck or you had bad luck. It's like people that are successful in business. Right. And everybody says, oh, you must really know what you're doing. No, they don't. There was a timing involved. Like, when did they do something? Who did they talk to? When did they talk to them? Because people will follow the recipes in all these wonderful marketing books. Right. And I'm not taking anything away from them because they're great starting points. Right. They give you a chance to to start to move forward. But ultimately, you're going to have to find your own path, right? But the people that were successful, they were in the right place at the right time. There were circumstances. Doesn't take anything away from their efforts because if their efforts would not have been included, then it wouldn't have mattered whether they they had a, a moment of fortune because you still have to put th- forth the effort. Like that's the bottom line. So you, you got to do the stuff, right? But everybody can do the same stuff. And there will be some people that will be successful and there will be some people that won't be. And that goes for yeah. everything. That goes for everything.
1: Yeah, I mean the the results and the outcomes you just have to take as information to do something with. Right. That,
0: it's just it the next step.
1: Progress. Yeah, and it's like you're, you're you're afforded opportunities, sometimes you're more more fortunate to have certain opportunities, but if you don't do anything about them, that's not going to do anything. A lot of it is just sort of like taking control of the information that is a part of your reality. Um, right.
0: Whether we actually have control over it or not, you need to have the perception that, that you are making the decision, that you are moving forward. And then you're taking, you're taking pieces of information based on what you do. And then that helps you take the next step because there is no, there is no straight course for anything. Like, like you, the, the thing you should understand is like, okay, I take responsibility, step one. Number two, it's not going to go the way you want it to go. It's not going to go the way you expect it to go. Right? All you're doing is acquiring information that allows you to take the next logical step, right? Yeah. In, in 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 all circumstances, and the way I always describe it is like the tacking of a boat, right? So if I want to go in a very specific direction in a boat, but the wind controls what what direction you can actually go in a boat. And sometimes you have to take this zigzag path, which obviously the shortest distance would be the straight line between where I am and where I want to go. But the reality is is sometimes you have to take these zigzag paths because I have to account for the direction of the wind and then take advantage of that, and I can eventually get to where I want to go. And that's kind of how stuff, like all stuff goes that way. See if this resonates with you. You want to get back to the gym and get in shape. Maybe get back to playing golf or your favorite sport or get out and go for a run. Maybe you just want to move and feel better. But every time you restart, that old ache or strain rears its ugly head and interrupts your comeback. When I wrote All Gain No Pain for my patients who had completed their physical therapy, we knew what they were ready for. You're in a different space with a different starting point than before. You don't feel like a physical therapy patient, so you're going to need to approach this differently. With some guidance, you'll first need to reconstruct your movement foundation that takes your physical structure into consideration. You're going to have ongoing questions as you think differently, so you're going to need a like-minded, supportive community to support your progression. If you're ready to begin your reconstruction, we have a new group starting soon. Right? Yeah, we're yeah, talking about, talking about exercise, curl, your yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, course yeah. correction. Right, and those corrections are based on the information that's available, and the decisions that you make based on that information. And there'll be good ones, and there'll be bad ones. Um, can we quote Annie Duke now?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I got some quote. Cool, I got a couple of funny quotes I want to talk about. Too, okay. So let's go well, let me just like patient time.
0: Everybody should read any any Duke's book, Thinking in Bets, because it, it has a lot to do with with decision making. But the the cool thing that that she lays out it's it's the best example of of how decision making works as far as like dec- deciding an outcomes and she's talking about driving through an intersection where you have like the the lights like red light green light kind of a thing right and she says, you could have a bad decision with a good outcome or a good decision with a bad outcome. So a bad decision with a good outcome would be I ran a red light and nothing bad happened. A good decision would be to, to follow the green light because it says I should be able to go through the intersection. But somebody doesn't pay attention and they slam into you while you're going through the intersection. So so we, we always have that possibility because we're playing probabilities. We always have that possibility that we're going to make the perfect decision under the circumstances and everything will go horribly. And we have to respect that fact, too. And again, those are those are those unaccountable things. And then again, we refer to those as luck under most circumstances. I'm dying to hear your quotes. Please go.
1: Um, so one of the first ones that came to mind when I was thinking about this. So, you know, this is a health, fitness, wellness podcast. So I want to sort of. We're oh, we should probably talk about that, too. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, this is it's also a mental models podcast, or at least it was right. originally introduced as such. But yeah. it's, it's helpful to know this. And we'll give some examples. But like to. So, people that are still watching some of the best examples of things that we hear are like, well, and you know, I keep, I keep doing this thing uh, and I keep getting hurt. Or it's like, I, I just can't seem to run more than a half a mile before my knee starts to bother me. And, and right. they think that there's some external source of their luck or their unluckiness that's causing this to happen instead of realizing that like, maybe it's how I'm running. Maybe it's the things I do outside of running or don't do outside of running that are leading me to this. It's just, understanding that like you're the problem and and being okay with that it's because it it doesn't make you a bad person so i'm telling i'll tell you this directly with camera you are (laughs) (laughs) but the likelihood of it being your fault that your knee still hurts is very high outside of like you got in an accident when you were 14 and you have a a mechanical change to your knee and it's always going to hurt that might not be your fault right but 95 percent of the time it's your crappy running mechanics, the way that you sit at your job all day, the, the, the things, the other things that you do for exercise, like the, your CrossFit wad or your, your rucking that you do up the hill with a heavy pack. Cause you think it's great and it might be great, mm-hmm. but it bugs the hell out of your knee. It's your mm-hmm. fault. That's yeah. Not, you're not a bad, you're not a bad person, but it's your fault. So anyway, so that, uh, the things that I wanted to talk about were like, there's a, I don't remember where this comes from. I think it's a prayer of some sort, but it's grant me the serenity to accept the things. Yeah, I the serenity is <laughs> Courage, <laughs> courage to change the things I can change, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yes. Now we're now
0: we're in an AA meeting.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's it's so it's it's so true, right? And I think the first time I heard it, it really helped me because yeah. it, that is. That is a mental model to use that's very helpful. It's right. like there, and yeah. we talk about it a lot. It's like there, there are certain things that, there's certain genetic cards that when we're talking about biology and stuff like that, that you're given. So there's certain things you can't change. Correct. And there's certain things that you can, but knowing the difference is the big part. And right. you know, it's, a lot of times that might involve an external source of, of information that's outside mm-hmm. of your circle of competence. Um, But that, I think just knowing that is, is super important. Yeah.
0: And the the reality is that, that many of the things that we might be attracted to are beyond our capacities to tolerate. Right. So the, the, one of the things that you have to make people aware of sometimes is, is like, so we have these amazing athletes that come through our facility. Right. They have gifts from the gods that turn them into superheroes. And, but, but now you got to flip the coin and you say, Okay, so the gods smiled upon these guys, gave them certain capabilities and abilities, and they get to do really amazing things. The other end of the spectrum is there are also people that get dealt the short, short stick, right? right? Or the, the bad hand, or whatever, however you wanna look at this. It's like, yeah, you have certain structural things that make it more difficult for you to do certain things. And so you don't get to be a distance runner. It doesn't mean you can't be something of value and be useful. It just means like this is just not what you were you were meant to be based on your your strengths and your physical structure may have something to do with this. Yeah. Right? I like the and people say, well, why can't I do this? It's like, okay, well, make yourself taller. Well, I can't do that. Okay. Why So there are definitely certain things that you just can't do. It's like you shouldn't not you shouldn't necessarily expect to be able to do the things that you just because you want it bad enough. I appreciate your parents. And I'm sure your mother loved you very much when she told you that if all you do is set your mind to it, you can be anything you want. No, you can't, can't. but you, but that doesn't mean you can't be something great based on what your capabilities are. You just have to be the best you. And many people are just unsatisfied with that. And that's fine. Um, just stop. Comp- and this is a, almost impossible to do for human beings. It's like, don't compare yourself to anybody else. We tell that story. Oh, it's a exception now. It's ex- with, uh, well
1: now with social media, you can't help but see you're right. just slapped in the face with this version of life that you think you should have. But never doesn't right. actually exist for the people that are showing it. Right, um, like you're getting yeah,
0: you're I, getting everybody's highlight reel. You either get like the yeah. best of the best or the worst of the worst. Like the in between, nobody looks at the in between because it's not it doesn't grab your attention. Right, we want the sharp shiny object or we want the, the tragic you know ending. Right, you know, like how many uh, fails videos are there that that get millions of views because everybody just wants to see somebody
1: fail miserably well, they want or they to the to do train, to something so
0: spectacular.
1: Yeah, they, they always want to watch the train crash.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They don't want to see, they want they see a nice train money. They don't want to see a train run from its its origin to destination with no problems. That's just a train okay. running. Right. Exactly. Okay. So the other thing, well the other thing, I don't know cool whose quote this is, but I it's sort of it's what you had said, me reiterating what you just said. It's like you can't be anything you want to be, but you can be a lot more of what you already are.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You can
1: can try to strive to be the best version of what you are.
0: Right. But here. So here's here's the next question that you always get after that. Well, how do I know what I'm really, really good at or what I like? It's like, okay, that's that's what your younger years are for. It's like you try stuff, you suck at it and then you try something else right you you have a certain amount of potential to do something right, yeah, and you, you have to spend time and energy doing things, and the stuff that you're really, really attracted to tends to be tends to be the stuff that you tend to be better at, right right so if I can use a selfish example, I'm really old now, um I've tried to play the guitar in the past, and now I take guitar lessons, and I'm really, really terrible i'm still Really bad. I'm just not as bad as I used to be. Um, certainly not not one of my incredible strengths, but it's enjoyable enough for me to continue it, right? But I don't have I don't have grandiose dreams of, of being Eddie Van Halen. Right? It's like it's just I recognize the fact that I don't have enough time to do that. If I was 14, maybe I would. But see, that's when you have those big blocks of time. Right. And unfortunately, I would hope that the, this younger generation isn't wasting that time. Right. Yeah. When I was younger, we just didn't have other stuff to do. So we got to go out and we got to play and we got to find things that we were probably better at. Right. And I'm sure there are kids yeah. that do that, but I'm sure there's a lot of kids that don't.
1: Well, I, I mean, I don't want to get too much into the social aspects of this and like why participation trophies aren't helpful from this regard. Like uh, it's it's just like saying that over again, It's it's you can't be anything you want. Uh, right. But you can be a lot better version of what you already are, or you can improve upon the things you already have, try to you know, amplify your strengths, and then mitigate your weaknesses to the best of your ability. But one part of the problem is that like when you when you run up against a failure, this is getting back to what we initially said, you have the option of taking that information and doing something with it. Like You've failed. Mm-hmm. You have to acknowledge that you failed and take some of the responsibility for it in order to get better. Most people, I'd say younger generation especially, will not do that. So they will do what is literally the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Right. Um, so that would be that, that this is, you're creating this sort of insane cycle in your life where you cannot progress. You are just going to be stuck in this cycle of like, this happens, it's a good. And it's, I give myself the credit. It's bad. I make sure that someone else is taking the credit for the reason why it's bad, or I'm placing this external source uh, as the responsible party.
0: Right. Right. Try yeah, to get people I, to
1: look past that. Yeah.
0: Um I I I I appreciate I, I had interesting parents. Like my mother's a saint. Um, but she was brutally honest, which was really helpful for me. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you start reading comic books and you try to draw the superheroes like in the comic books. Yeah. You know you're like that's that was okay. I, well, I was okay. I was okay at it, but she would be honest with me. She goes, "Yeah, that's out of proportion. Yeah, you can do better than that. Yeah, that does that doesn't look like the appropriate. You know, it's like she was really good at because she's an amazing artist in her in her own right. Um, you know, and getting that kind of feedback kind of guides you. It's like, okay, so I'm willing to put in the effort and the time to try to get better at this, or I sort of realize it's like, you know what? I tried. I tried. I tried. It's like I I have you know, evolve my potential to the level that I don't think I can get past. Okay, yeah. time to do something else. Do something else, just keep doing
1: never, it. I think one of the big things that we're trying to get people to take away is to develop, try to develop self-awareness so that if you didn't have Bill's mother, you can be your own Bill's mother. <laughs> no, I, I get it, I understand that's, And that's something that I definitely didn't develop till later in life, is just not stop complaining and blaming other people for why things didn't go the way you want and just taking that information and using it to better yourself.
0: Complaints and excuses have never, never provided the effective trade-off for the desired outcome. It's just not possible, right? It's just, it's, those are, those are things there that, that, that appease you, make you feel better about yourself for the moment. And then you still didn't make, you know, make any favorable change. You still have to do the work.
1: You still have to take responsibility so this quote doesn't really apply directly but when it comes to like complaints and blaming external sources people love to like talk about how everybody sucks and you know people are mean and jerks and all this stuff like that And it's like there's a show called justified and the main character's name is rayland Givens. um and there's one episode where he says it's like an adaptation of a quote i'd heard before but the way they put us in the show was uh if you meet an asshole in the morning, you met an asshole. If you meet an if you meet assholes all day long, you're the asshole. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love that. Yeah. That's brilliant. It's the, That's it's so true too. It's just like you think everyone sucks and everyone's stupid, and it's like if you are really experiencing that, then it's your fault. Right. If you're not this singular great person amongst a sea of morons. It's like you're the moron too. Exactly. It's the like razor. Everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> that that's,
0: is true. and and we're, we're classifying that's that's the t- the the twelve to fourteen year old intellect, right? Isn't that yeah, right?
1: yeah, yeah? yeah. Moron. That's, that's our class. that's this defunct psychological terminology, but right. Everyone knows well, everyone knows it as like an insult, basically, instead of what it correct. Means. But
0: it's actually a classification of yeah, it's a classification of intellect.
1: Well, and it usually matches pretty well with someone calls somebody a moron. It's like they're you're acting Absolutely. like a twelve year old kid, right? There you go. You haven't. So you have, you're acting like an individual who hasn't developed their emotion in their prefrontal cortex. <laughs> yeah.
0: OK, so, you know, if uh, if this gets out and people actually do watch this, we may have like restarted something. It's like, oh, so morons, not this insult. It's just a classification of my intellect.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go. No. There you go. A way to, well, it can be. If you're if you're saying someone is, you know, of the psychological, emotional age of a 12 year old, maybe that they'll take that as an insult.
0: Well, you should say it's moronic and then you save yourself the explanation yeah. of the, yeah, of the age group, good. right? Very
1: good. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I think I think we touched on everything. I said the quotes I wanted to say. I think a couple of, maybe we'll give a couple, I'm going to think of a couple of more examples. I know I gave the running and knee pain example of like mm-hmm. what um, this looks like for people in our in our profession. We're,
0: we're talking we trying, about... So we get...
1: No, yeah, it's the idea is like why... You know, people people tend to feel like what do we hear all the time? It's like, oh, I keep trying to do this thing, and I this happens or that happens, and they have all these things to blame. And that what what we really want them to do is look at themselves and know that they're the reason this happened.
0: Well, just again, it's it's like okay, is there if you're the victim of something, you you're you're powerless. Yeah, you're powerless as the victim, and you get to play the victim if you're seeking some sort of secondary benefit there will be people that may treat you differently and give you the ah, uh, pat on the back pity party kind of a thing but it's like i i would hazard to guess that most people would prefer not to have that right i i think i think most people are are on the other end of the spectrum where it would be great if i could actually influence this and you just have to understand it's like yes you do have an influence right and it may not still may not go the way that you want but you 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 do have an influence like in you know you think about what I do for a living, I, I put responsibility on people. I say, here's what I think you need to do to make yourself feel better. I, but I need you to execute this. It's like, I can't do it for you. You have to be the one to follow up. I can see you this many times. I can see you for this length of time. But ultimately, it comes down to what you do and how you execute to the best of your ability that's gonna produce the desired outcome. Much more powerful than relying on somebody else to fix you right which which again it's a rare occasion that that would actually happen reconsider is sponsored by substance nutrition go to substancenutrition.com get your neuro coffee better coffee better brain and synthesis better protein better body enter the coupon code recon r-e-c-o-n and get free shipping on all of your orders